I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Another week of Bachelor in Paradise. Yep. Go ahead. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth. Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched week three of Paradise. Mm Mm-hmm. Justine, we're talking. Justine and I were talking off air about how long these episodes are. Yeah, this is a lot, guys. <laughs> Two. This is four hours of us watching this nonsense. Yeah. So much content. It's like four and... hours of one hour. That's what it feels like. Right. It's <laughs> a good way to describe it. <laughs> one hour of actual mess, like stretched out to four. <laughs> Jeez, they need to go back to the editing room and just knock out half of this shit. Yep. Oh my god. Um, but let's get into it. Justine, what were your initial thoughts of this week? Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. My initial thoughts is that um, Kenny is just sowing his wild oats until he marries me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Got a new husband? What happened to Eric? He's my new husband. Oh my god, Eric's okay. still Eric's always gonna be my first husband though. I every time mm. he comes on screen, I'm like, ah! It doesn't even matter what he says. He could just nod, and mm-hmm. I still love it. Um, <laughs> also, really enjoying seeing Chelsea, and I need to see more of her. Yeah, what's going on with Chelsea? Yeah, cause she's a mom, and I feel like this she's has got to come up. Yeah, she's a mother. Who's she here for? What right. is she looking for? We're not really seeing much of her. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and just really excited about Jubilee, as always. Jube, jube, jube. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't this. know that's Natasha's song for Jubilee's name. <laughs> and it cracks me jube, up every jube, time. Jube, jube, jube. I just love saying her name. <laughs> um, what about you, friend? For, okay. Initial thoughts. Firstly, this is a very unusual paradise. In the past seasons, when new arrivals come, mm-hmm. 
most of the time the new arrivals don't really have much of a shot because by the time they show up people are in such like strong relationships that it's really hard to break them up oh but here every new person that comes is like genuinely disrupting a relationship yeah yep Oh. And so that just kind of shows you how, like, the people who are there are just, like, they're not really meshing with each other. At least the initial group. Yeah. Not that many are meshing well with each other. So it's, like, very... every You can tell every week everyone's like, who's coming next? Who's got, They're so excited for new people because yeah. everybody else that's there fucking sucks. <laughs> and I think because so. someone said on Twitter, I think Ashley Spivy, shout out to her, she said mm-hmm. everybody was there from the past two seasons of mm-hmm. Bachelor and Bachelorette, mm-hmm. so nobody really knows how to, like, play the game. Mm. They're all real new to it, so they're all, like, on That's edge. Like, oh, shit, it's Rose Week. Like, I gotta just fuck multiple people. Just to make sure. <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> That's a good point. Everyone is fairly, fairly new. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of old heads to kind of, like, mix it up yeah. or bring some, like, different history or perspective. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, next thought is... Next week, if I even see a glimpse of Colton and Tia, I'm so fucking done. I'm so over them. This is coming from Colton's baby mama, everybody. I am done with him. I'm so tired of watching the two of them together. They've gotten enough screen time of the four hours of this week that we watched. We still watch way too many episodes, episodes, way too many minutes of those two. Yeah, yeah. And, like, tonight, on Tuesday night, we literally did not even see Eric, Venmo John, Jubilee. Like, barely ever saw them. Mm-mm. Kenny. Didn't see Kenny at all. Kenny. Oh. Yep. Where the fuck was Yeah, we literally did not see Kenny on Tuesday night's Kenny episode. made out with three people in five minutes on Monday. Didn't see him at all. <laughs> oh. Like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Next week, if I even get a whiff of Tia and Colton I am done because if you can do a whole episode where you don't show Kenny or John or Jubilee you can do the same with Colton and Tia yeah 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 please for the love of God third thought last thought Colton's definitely out for Bachelor (gasps) and if Joe's heartbreak with Kendall continues he is going to be the next Bachelor oh my god (laughs) oh my god Yep. I will die of happiness. I would die. So happy. And two black girls, one rose. As we've said before, we'll be going on an indefinite hiatus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Justine and I will both be at the casting calls <laughs> with my heels and my weave on trying to find me a man. <laughs> oh my God. Best believe. But he's, it's shaping up pretty well. You think it's he's out? Colton? Yeah. Colton's out. He's with Tia. They've wrapped it. I mean, that story What if they break is, up? Even if they break up, I feel like just the the buzz of Bachelor Nation on Twitter, everybody's done. They're so mm, done with Colton. Yeah. I'm done with Colton. I know. And y'all know how I've been riding for him since the beginning, but I'm tired of him. So I feel like he might be out. Um, and Joe, his little love story with Kendall, he's starting mm-hmm. to look heartbroken, and they're kind of already starting to edit it in that way. Mm-hmm. They're setting him up. This is all grooming. If this continues, and if he leaves Bachelor in Paradise single, like without Kendall, and you know it's going to be a whole sad story, whatever, whatever, yep. he's definitely going to be the Bachelor. Ooh. They just need him to say yes. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Oh, my Which, God. I'm kind of torn on that. I kind of want him to say no because I feel like... 
he needs to run far away. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like he's a genuinely good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but also, I would just love to watch him as The Bachelor mm-hmm. slash be on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. every bitch's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, okay, so before we get into the recap, obviously we have some announcements and stuff. First and foremost, I just want to say. Yep. Um, so last week, I mentioned how men like as a collective species are having the the worst (laughs) year ever (laughs) so in that same theme i like to say shout out to the best week ever i'm awarding to asians and asians asian americans for crazy rich asians came out last weekend y'all is tearing up the box office Mm -hmm. i this whole podcast is about media representation and how important representation is Y'all need to go out and support Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. This shit is monumental. In the same way that Black Panther was monumental yep. and seeing a cast fully black, Crazy Rich Asians is the same. A cast fully Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're seeing an Asian leading man. Yep. You're, it's just powerful to see like the movie poster and not a single white person's on that shit. I know, <laughs> and they're all beautiful. They're beautiful. Oh the my fashions. God. Oh my in the god. Film. The looks, the opulence. The looks, the opulence. <sighs> it's just everything. Yeah, the budget given crazy to the rich... movie. Like mm-hmm. they, yeah. they did good. Yeah. We read Crazy Rich Asians for my book club. Oh over the summer in preparation for the movie. I didn't finish the book because it was long as shit and I had so much going on this and isn't summer. isn't there a trilogy? Like it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's many books. I'm yeah. trying to I need to finish it actually. Um, but, but yes, everybody, the movie came out, it is crushing it and we need to go support it. That's the first thing. Second thing, Netflix this week, all the boys I've loved before have, has come out. If you are a, so I talk a lot of shit about white people, but truly in my heart, I am a 14 year old white girl. (laughs) I love Justin Bieber. I love all this teeny bopper shit. Um, All the Boys I've Loved Before is like a very popular young adult novel. They just made a movie, came out on Netflix. The star is an Asian American actress. Mm. Um, It's a so well-made teen rom-com, very reminiscent of like 10 Things I Hate About You. All the classic like John Hughes films from the 80s. It was really, really fucking good. It's hard to make a good, smart team rom-com yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's not like stupid and feels like it should be on disney channel yes um and it is really really good and the main actress is asian american and her family like it's her whole family and her sisters she comes from like a biracial family her dad's black or sorry her dad's white and her mom um is asian, asian? okay and um it's just i love to see representation Mm -hmm. this is so important yeah my god even just reading the tweets over the weekend of girls um asian women online being like this is so this weekend is amazing you know crazy rich asians came out now i'm watching netflix all the boys i've loved before i'm totally living (laughs) we need this is like such important stuff we need to be supporting this stuff Mm -hmm. and then also venmo john is out here big pimping on paradise Asians, y'all really doing it this week. I'm awarding y'all the best week ever. (laughs) And that just freeze frame of him having his shirt off is everywhere. Oh my God. He had them side abs. Yeah. You, know like, you know they have the front abs and they have those little side, the side ones. He had those. He probably got them two back <sighs> knuckles too. You know the little back knuckles in the back? The little dents. All the little dimples, little dimples. in the back. <laughs> yep. Ooh, <laughs> Lord. 
So just wanted to say that. Let's support, continue to support representation. Go out and support diverse media, everybody. Yes. Um, okay. So we do have some church, church announcements. announcements. Yes. Whip out your program. Turn it over. Read the announcements. Justine, <laughs> what do we have? <laughs> All that. Uh, we have a lot of love this week. Shout out to everybody who emailed us, everybody in the inbox. Um, you guys always alert us of literally any tea that you see from anywhere. And we thank you <laughs> yes. for that. Um, People send us shit from like the dark web. Yeah, like, yeah. I found this. I scraped this <laughs> off of like, I don't even know, WikiLeaks. <laughs> it's like some screenshot of something. We get a lot of mess, y'all. We oh my do. God. We <laughs> do. Shout out to everybody who emails us intoxicated or inebriated. Nope. Shout out to all nope, you guys. Some drunk emails. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Okay. So shout out to everybody who emailed us some love this week. Shout out to Amy, Danielle, Kate, and Marielle. Thank you guys for your love and your support. Uh, we love reading mm-hmm. your emails, especially the good long ones. Um, and shout mm-hmm. out to Zoe, who emailed us about some very important things. <laughs> um, <laughs> one is um, an investigation on why men are hotter on Bumble. Um, which doesn't really. <laughs> oh, because I had brought it's that Sasha's, up before. Sasha's face. Uh, the first, the first uh, eight people that come up on Bumble are always like fucking IMG models mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is not Wait, a surprise because so because Bumble's is uh, a female founded uh, mm-hmm, app, mm-hmm. so they they know how to get mm-hmm. us. Um, and then also shout out to lesbian bachelor nation not sure if i'm allowed to say that but that's what uh it's called Why would you be... that's what she wrote in the email that's it's what she wrote about that that's what she wrote yeah. um and uh how they're also watching from a minority perspective and enjoying this crazy show yeah that was really interesting i liked how she said how, <clears throat> quote, the bachelor is heterosexuality taken to the extreme. Mm-hmm. It's all the norms and expectations of heterosexual romantic interaction in a vacuum times a million. Oof. It is. Great way of putting it. Yep. And it could, it, it's kind of similar to us two black ass girls watching mm-hmm. the whitest show on earth. This is like whiteness at its extreme. Yeah. And it's like fascinating to us, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so shout out to all you guys watching. I didn't know. She said it was a robust fan base. Right. You know what? The email call out's early, coming early this week, guys. Email us if you're part of yes. Lesbian Bachelor lesbian Nation. Lesbian Bachelor Nation. Email all us. All the lesbians out there loving The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Send us an email. Why? I would love to know why. What do you? What's your take Probably. on watching this heterosexual mess and especially this past season all this toxic masculinity that shit must be riding on y'all y'all packs so I would love to hear that perspective and that's it for the church announcements cool um in bachelor nation news um so Will's poor little Will's our fave our fave who got sent home last week um he did an interview this week with or last this week last week with entertainment tonight where he was very salty and very very emotional actually talking about going home on paradise 
So he said, if you haven't watched the clip, mm-hmm. he said that he was 120% sure that Bibiana was giving him the rose. What? Because she because she told him no! that she was giving him the rose. No, she didn't. Yes. So he said he was completely blindsided and still has no idea why Colton got the rose. Oh, well, we know. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And even the the girl who was interviewing him, mm-hmm. she even made a comment. She was like, when Bibiana got up there, she kind of looked off to the side, almost as if she was looking at a producer or somebody off camera. Yep. Like, what do you think about that? Yep. Well, he didn't touch it. He was like, I don't know. Nothing about that. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Um, yeah. So he claims he's cordial with Bibiana, which means he probably still feels some type of way. Yeah, I was about to say, that means... <laughs> cordial <laughs> more cordial because uh, yeah. it means you don't fuck with her <laughs> um and then he went off on this whole like not rant but he was definitely in his feelings um about how there's been so much emphasis placed on colton's happiness mm-hmm. and how he himself is so sick of colton and tia the whole colton and tia wow mess. Mm-hmm. and then he reminded us he was like he, you know, people forgot I went home just one week before Colton mm-hmm. on Becca's season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that moment, he started to get emotional. He was all teary-eyed oh, and shit. No. Mm-hmm. And he said, I went home one week before Colton. So, like, I was very much invested in Becca yeah. and that whole process. Yeah. I told her I was falling in love with her. And yet, all people keep talking about is Colton, Colton, Colton. Colton. No yeah. one has checked in on me. No one has asked me how I feel. Oh, Nothing. I know. He looks so so abandoned, like a sad puppy on the side of the highway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he said a a difference between him and Colton. And he also said, like, him and Colton don't have no beef, but he just, this Mm -hmm. is how he's feeling, so he's going to be truthful. He said the difference between him and Colton is that um, he's not Colton, uh, not Colton. Will's saying he's not very emotional. And he frankly isn't like good with talking about his emotions okay and so it comes off as if he like doesn't care or like he wasn't very hurt by the whole becca thing but he is but he's like it's not Mm. fair that colton because he can cry on camera and all this stuff gets all this shine and limelight but me not being very emotional i don't no one cares about my story my journey or whatever we saw wills cry i see no difference (sighs) yeah but i'm i guess he's saying like <clears throat> Colton, I mean, off rip, they just invested so much in Colton. Yeah, yeah, they and did. And so you were, were so invested in Colton's emotions, and mm-hmm. they love to see the big old teardrops on camera, and mm-hmm. like, you know, they zoom right up all up on his face, but they're not doing really the same <laughs> for Wills. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. It was really weird to see him so emotional, but he was saying how, like, all of this, we have to remember, all of this was filmed, like, months ago. Yeah, So he's, right. like, way over it, but now all the press is coming, so now he's having to do all these interviews all the time, mm-hmm. and it brings him back to that place, back to those emotions. Yeah. And so... And not only, though, like, yeah. point in your life, but you also do a lot of self-reflection, because you're seeing yourself on camera. So... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of looking yeah. at you yourself, you- not just the other person. Right, looking at yourself and then remembering how you felt at that time in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you felt like shit. And now you're like, oh, great. I got to watch this again. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. The only other thing, I'm not going into it, but I guess I have to mention it because a million people emailed us about it. Chris R., Gospel Kiss. <laughs> <There's> an- <laughs> 
There's an article floating around on the interwebs that he wrote about pleasuring a woman mm. and female orgasm and a whole lot of shit that ain't nobody want to hear you, sir, talk about. Nope. So nope. I could even read the whole article. I was like, this is just, I can't. You know, I clicked on <laughs> I it can. and it was taken down and I decided that was the Lord's way of telling me that I didn't need to read it. <laughs> because the links that people sent us were like literally screenshots or like yeah. stuff from the dark web. Yeah. Because yep. he, I guess he took down the, he posted on Medium, the website Medium, um, and then he took it down. But of course people were able to still, you know, of course, get copies of it or screenshot or whatnot. Um, but yeah, I looked at it quickly and I was like, do I want to read this? Mm, no, nope. not really. Um, but yeah, just know that he's out here still being an idiot and talking about shit that he has no business talking about. No. And that's it for Bachelor Nation News. Should we get into the recap? Let's go into it, friend. All right. So this week we pick back up from last week where, just a reminder from last week, Chris, Gospel Chris, had mm-hmm. a conversation with Tia where he told her that she's it, she's the one, she don't have to worry about nobody else, and literally four seconds later, <laughs> he's making out with Crystal. <laughs> um, and then the next morning, he's bragging about it to people, and so Colton took it upon himself as Tia's quote-unquote friend and wants her best interest or whatever to tell Tia that Chris killed you keep saying that he killed someone I keep saying it it was in my notes last week (laughs) make the show way more interesting (laughs) Colton told Tia that Chris kissed Crystal so now Tia she's coming fresh in to come confront Chris about this that she heard and she goes right up to says, I heard you kiss Crystal. Mm-hmm. And literally two minutes before that, you were telling me that you were going to fight for me, that you're not going to go on a date with anybody else. Like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Chris. He don't even have a good explanation. No. I'm so damn dumb. <laughs> he already is doing the whole humna, humna, humna. Yep. You know, uh-huh. I had a moment. Uh-huh. I had a moment, and he was all defensive. His tone was so defensive, mm-hmm. it, was, it was irking me. I had a moment. You know, this doesn't change anything. I still like you. That was real. <laughs> what I that said was, was real. real. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't mean shit now. No. Because you just made out with somebody two seconds later, you dumb fuck. What are you... <laughs> <sighs> he had me so mad. And so Tia and Chris, they're going back and forth, back and forth. Chris is basically feeding her bullshit Mm -hmm. and his explanation and excuse don't even make no damn sense no tia thankfully because she ain't the brightest star in the galaxy but (laughs) she at least knew that this was some nonsense and was like totally not even buying anything that he was saying yeah because she didn't want chris she was looking for an excuse to get rid of him she never wanted his ass she didn't want him anyway Mm -hmm. so um, so Chris, he, here he come with the bullshit. He said, you know, I wanted to hang out with you that night, but you were hanging out with Colton. Oh yeah. You so were like, you were talking to Colton. To or yeah, you were talking to Colton. You know, what was I supposed to do? Which is like quintessential dumbass dude who don't want to own up to his bullshit. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to, this is his attempt to place the blame on you. On you. you made yeah. me go kiss her. You weren't showing me attention. <laughs> Shut up. <sighs> 
And so, oh, and I wrote on Twitter, shout out to anybody who was obsessed with the hills. Oh, the way that my just God. Oh, my God. If podcasts existed back oh, when we were please. in the depths of Laguna Beach Hills. like Yeah, you guys, we've been doing this. We've been doing this for uh, a yeah. solid 13 years. We've been analyzing shows. Sure enough. I used to be at our in school yep. in the uh, our student lounge with Justine on our laptops watching the Laguna, Laguna Beach, Beach on DVD. Yep. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I wrote on Twitter how in this moment Chris reminded me so much of Justin Bobby, mm-hmm. the episode where Audrina flat out saw Justin Bobby <laughs> make out with that girl. <laughs> outside of the club yes and she was like well, i just saw you kiss her and he's like what no i didn't kiss anyone <laughs> and then had the nerve to tell her how she saw what she wanted to see and she's like i blatantly saw you make out with someone like just trying so hard to gaslight people mm-hmm. like these men just really out here blatantly gaslighting unsuccessfully because I know what I saw. Like, what? Oh my god. So sorry, just had to do that quick little reference. Oh no, I love that reference. Poor Adrena. Mm, also not the brightest poor. star in the galaxy, but was like, no, it, this not- ends here. Like, yeah. I can't. I can't. This, what we're not gonna do is this right here. Oh my god. So Tia, she's done. She like can't even do this. She says, "You know what?" Because um, at this point, Crystal came up and like joined the conversation. Did you and... hear what Tia said to her? What she said? Oh, you look so pretty when Crystal came up to them. Yes, I, I was that. like, "Yo, That's how Tia you know she's is done." Done. <laughs> done. She don't give a shit about Chris. She nope. don't even. She ain't checked for Crystal. She's trying to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So Tia, she just said, you know what? I'm taking myself out. This little love triangle, I'm taking myself yeah. out. Here come whack ass Chris. That's fine. You know, I've already made that decision. I'm taking myself out. <laughs> He's always got to be first. He can't just go second. Always. Always. Oh my God. He's the worst. He literally yeah. is. I keep saying it, but he literally is the personification of like toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. The very definition of it. Oh, my like, God. Can't own up to shit. Just really out here puffing his chest like he's this alpha male when he ain't. And, oh, no. Clearly not. Yeah. No. So he's here. You know, I, I broke up with you first. I did it first. <laughs> Tia's like, fuck y'all. She just <laughs> shuffled out of there and went to the bar and got some tequila. Yeah. Um, Crystal, she was expecting to hang around with Chris, but Chris pretty much ditched her, too, and like disappeared off to the bar. Just was like, yeah, I'm fine. And booked mm-hmm. it. And bolted. And Crystal's like, um, okay. Cool. <laughs> Just like went and sat in the corner and like cried by herself. Yeah. So Tia, she goes and talks to Caroline. And she tells Caroline that, you know, Colton was the one who told me about the kiss. And now I'm kind of starting to think about Colton again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god! You never stopped. Don't lie. Yeah, yeah, he never stopped. First of all, um, so yeah, now Colton's creeping back into her head. She's talking about how he kissed her on the forehead last night and how it's making her heart tingle and oh my god, all this nonsense. I hate. So a we're back. Kiss. We're back with the tea and Colton mess. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, fuck, Chris, Chris, come back right back in 
So we have a new arrival to Paradise, and it's Jacqueline. Yay! Yay! Always loved Jacqueline. Jacqueline mm-hmm. from Ari's season, rolled up looking like a very, like a beautiful English lit professor. Is what I yeah, that's what I thought too. Just like yeah. an academic. Yeah, a beautiful academic. Mm-hmm. Um, so she comes first thing. She pulls the girls aside to find out what's going on. In my opinion, this is the wrong move. Yep. If I'm showing up to paradise, I'm coming in guns blazing. Mm-hmm. I'm grabbing every guy and getting their perspective. I don't need to hear from the girls. No. No low down or nothing. I'm here to get a man just like y'all here to get a man. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know who's dating who. Y'all ain't my real friends. No way. So, <laughs> ain't, no girl, <laughs> ain't no girl code here. Fuck out of here. I need a husband just like you. Exactly. Bye. Mm-hmm. So she pulls whoever aside to, you know, get their perspective. Um... She told Kendall Jenna. Kendall Jenna told her, oh, you should go for Colton. Colton's open. So Jacqueline listens to them and goes and pulls Colton. Like, it's stupid. She should have came in and went for who she wanted to go for. Right. Yeah. So she pulls Colton aside. Tia sees this. Tia, of course, walks away crying and Mm -hmm. is talking with Caroline, I think, talking about, like, I want him to choose me. Just choose me. And so Jacqueline, she ends up inviting Colton on her date Mm -hmm. because she has a date card. And he says, you know, you know, the last three days have been a lot. And, you know, I don't know if I can go on this date. I don't think I can give you my all. Wow. This is where Colton got my nigga you ain't shit award. Oh, no, you baby daddy. I mean, it always gets you with a baby daddy in typical relationships. Right. Always trifling. Mm -hmm. No. So he got my nigga, you ain't shit, because first of all, what are you doing here if you're not going on dates? (laughs) You just laid up in the hammock in Mexico just chilling? Yeah. My nigga Wills could have been here. Justice for Wills. Wills was looking for love. As soon as Jacqueline got there, I was like, Jacqueline and Wills would have been fucking perfection perfect oh my god i didn't even think about that they would have been the perfect couple yes yep Mm -hmm. because they're both intellectual minded yes you know intellectually also quirky a little sarcastic yes Mm -hmm. damn that's so true that would have been a really good match Mm -hmm. we sit here looking at your raggedy ass and Mm -hmm. and old tia (sighs) Oh, Tia. So, yeah, this was annoying. He turned down her date, which I'm like, what are you actually doing here if it's not to go on dates? Because if it's just to hang out with Tia, then y'all could have done this back home. At y'all home done this and saved us the airtime. Save us the airtime. Bring back Wills. Bring back poor Nisha. Nisha didn't get a chance. Nisha! <laughs> like, my God. So, it was kind of awkward because he turned on the date and she's like, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> And in that moment, Colton then, you know, he's like, okay, I need to go talk to Tia. Because Tia's out here thinking, I just went on a date or I'm about to go on the date. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he tells her he said no to the date and basically tells her, you know, it's because of what you and I have, whatever the hell this is. And he said, you know, I'm not, he, he continues to say the same shit. I'm not there yet, you know, with you. I, you know, the more time I spend figuring out my shit, clearly I'm hurting you. And then he grabs Tia and, like, puts her in this, like, big bear hug. Mm-hmm. And 
I appreciate her in this moment because she said she didn't even hug him back. She was like, I don't want to hug yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hug you back. And I was like, thank you, Tia. Show showed a morsel of strength <laughs> in this moment. Yeah, but um, when Colton said that, I don't want to see you get hurt, is that just meaning that he just doesn't want to be seen as the bad one? Is that what he really meant? Yeah, Colton don't know what the... Colton has no <laughs> business being here right now. <laughs> he is figuring... He's literally doing what he should be doing back home. Yeah. Where you're at home post-bachelorette and you're kind of getting your shit together, you're getting your mind right. Mm-hmm. He's doing that here in paradise... <laughs> With a girl who's, like, obsessed with him and on a show where everyone's supposed to be finding love. Right. He should be back home with his bros and his mom, like, figuring yeah. this shit out. Yeah. So he's, I think he's saying to her, like, I'm figuring my shit out and I don't want to hurt you because he's very independently trying to get his life together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And isn't including her in that. Rightfully so, because he needs to be getting his shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like that's what he's kind of saying. Like, okay. I don't want to hurt you in that way. Which... I mean, it is nice, I guess, but also, what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so, yeah, so they're with their foolishness. Annalise, she is, poor Annalise, she out here still trying to shuck for a rose. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's, every five seconds, she's into somebody new. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, you know, she's talking about she just wants someone who's going to be kind, who adores, adores her. She's saying in the confessional how she actually now has her eye on Kenny. Her and Kenny have been having some good conversations. Kenny has been sitting here all the time, ladies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hello. And now you want to look at Kenny. Now this is the week you need a rose. Right, and you desperate. Mm-hmm. So she has her on Kenny, and just like clockwork, Jacqueline appears yep. and invites Kenny on the date. Because <laughs> this is exactly what happens in Paradise. And so Jacqueline grabs Kenny. They go off on their date. Um, and it is nighttime at this, this stage Mm -hmm. and very odd. Jackie, Jackie, Jacqueline, Jackie, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie. She's wearing the same dress that she showed up to paradise in. I'm like, they couldn't give her outfit change. Right. She didn't, she didn't unpack. She didn't unpack. Mm -mm. But even before they go on the date, run up real quick and change that outfit, girl. (laughs) Come on TV. Get a couple outfit changes in while you're here. Shit. Anyways, they go for dinner um kenny's you know talking about his family he's from guyana his family jacqueline's from slovakia mm-hmm. she's talking in slovakian they're having you know easy breezy conversation <clears throat> and i love what jacqueline said she said you know i walked into walking into paradise she's like i walked into complete chaos with mm-hmm. all the stuff with colton whatever and it's been nice sitting here with you just feeling like an adult i like that, that is it nice. felt like they were on a real date in like real life yeah <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, minus all the hoopla of Paradise and the drama and all this, you know, everyone's making out and, like, drunk and shit like that. It's just, like, a nice adult date. Yeah. Like, a nice adult conversation. I had I had some thoughts about that date as well. First of all, Kenny was wearing What'd Converse. He is my husband. <laughs> okay. He truly That's is. just that. Mm-hmm. Um, also. <laughs> he truly is. The more I think about it, Kenny is, like, 100%. <laughs> The kind of like, guy you would go for. Hello? Yep. If y'all wanted to know the kind of guy Justine likes, Kenny is it. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, and he's a wrestler? Like, stop. Please. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> god. <laughs> That's the one thing I, I love Kenny, and then I remember he's a wrestler, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> oh god. 
And I'm like, yum. So then after they leave dinner, you know, they have the quintessential fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, stand and make out. Same old, same old. So it's cute, I guess. Back at the beach, Annalise is bugging out. She's always in a state of just heightened just, anxiety. Oh my god, so much. <laughs> Someone anxiety. give her a Xanax or whatever. Xanax the anxiety. Oh yeah, definitely Xanax. Definitely. Xanax. She needs she needs one of those because yeah. she's just up and down this beach, always in a state of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's bugging out. Kenny and Jacqueline return from their dates, and Annalise immediately. <laughs> whisks Kenny away yeah, to have a little chat. Yeah. Nisha, she had me dying. She said, Annalise is putting in 16-hour shifts for that rose. <laughs> <laughs> she out here working. She's oh not going God. home. Oh, my God. I wanted Nisha to be a bartender so bad. I wanted Nisha to be getting out here getting roses. Baby, yeah, I wanted to be getting roses, too, shifts. but I, I just wanted her to... Her commentary was so good. Yes, whenever they did show something, a little soundbite of hers, it was good. It was funny. Mm-hmm. So, Annalise um, pulls Kenny aside. She's just raving about how amazing he is and how their conversation has been really great. And he has all these great qualities. And, and then she says, you know, it, it takes me a while to, like, present my sexual energy. I feel like we have a good... <laughs> The way she put all of this is just so awkward and so, like, oh don't talk God. too much. Yep. Don't talk too much about, like, the sexual energy and the romantic. And I would love to build that beyond the friendship. Just make out or just yeah. let, just make it happen. Right. Don't talk about it too much. When you start talking about it, it's just awkward. So, yeah, she's bringing up the sexual energy and how she's not good about, you know, opening up romantically and, you know, but we have a good friendship, da 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 Kenny, he just, like, grabs her, and, like, they go in for a kiss. Right. And it was cute. It was a good kiss. It looked mm-hmm. like a good one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Kenny... Now Kenny got two girls. He just mm-hmm. fresh from a date with Jacqueline, making out. Now he's sitting here on the day bed with Annalise making out. Um, so, it's nighttime. There's nine guys, 13 girls. Oh, my Four God. girls are going home. Oof. <laughs> 13 girls. That's, That's nuts. That's so many. <laughs> So many. So four girls are going home. So it's you know nighttime. Everyone's kind of buzzing around, trying to see who can give me a rose and all that stuff. So we do have a little love triangle. Remember going on with John and Jubilee and Caroline. Is this a triangle? It's like it's like one of them triangles where there's one line. It looks like a Christmas tree. Like Caroline's the stump, right? She's the real <laughs> short line at the bottom. And then John and Jubilee are like the real tall lines at the top. Like this like girl has tree. no chance, <laughs> Caroline. Like, come on. She, I don't know. To the very end, I was still unsure who was. You were a little shook. Those. I was a little shook. <sighs> I was real shook, and I was about to feel some type of way about John if he ain't do what I right? wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, they got this little love triangle going on. John and Jubilee, they head off to the day bed. Jubilee, she's a smart girl, very strategic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saw this how they were laying on the day beds, and he was kind of propped up, and she was laying down. Yep, just like good little, um, just like a good strategic lay for a makeout. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Make it easy for him, easy access. Making it very easy, yes, easy access. I was like, go ahead, girl. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
So they're just talking about how much they enjoy each other and, you know, talking, whatnot, and of course, make out. Caroline, she comes in, she grabs John, and they head off to, you know, the water. And, you know, she's telling him how I thought about you today. And John said, you know, I thought about you today too. Which this, when they mean today, this was during his date with Jubilee. Oh. One thing that was very odd, sorry, side notes just about this episode. The timing and the editing and the day and the night was, oh my God. They got to figure this out. Everything was all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so this is nighttime, but they made it look like it was three days later. Mm-hmm. But really, it was the same day that John went out with Jubilee. They, so they have got to figure this out because it's really obvious because of the outfits they wear. The outfits, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can tell what day is which. Yeah. Fuck. So, anyways, so he, you know, he says to Caroline, "You know, I thought about you today too." While he was on the day with Jubilee, and then they kiss, and so that's where I was like, mm, "Mr. John, <laughs> let's get it together now." Come on, I want to see this. So that's them. Crystal and Chris. Gospel Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin and Crystal are kind of talking, and then Chris kind of rolls in. And Kevin says, he says it right. He said, Crystal and Chris, the two crazies that deserve <laughs> each other. <laughs> very, very true. Um, Crystal and Chris, they go and chat off by the daybeds. Crystal's rambling about all the things that she likes to do, including investing in her IRA Roth. This is where she gets my <laughs> Becky of the week. Okay. <laughs> why? <laughs> why in the fuck are you just throwing out random bank terms? That's just a <laughs> random term. That's not something you enjoy oh, doing doing what why are you That's just four, was that 401k or, or something? 401k first of all there's nothing to do you set your percent and then you put your money in like what are you talking right. about you like to do it now you look dumb <laughs> second of all why are you talking about that in the nighttime on a day bed in your thong bikini with your margarita Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. this is game i guess this is the game this is how people get men I don't know. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't know no clue. Um, red flag. I mean, Crystal's a walking red flag, but one red flag that she <laughs> was very obvious to me. She at one point asks Chris, how's my makeup? Mm-hmm. Huge sign of just obviously someone who is a little bit insecure. Oh, yeah. for compliments. Yeah. I just can't. I can't with these, these types. Also, he's probably not giving her anything, though. He's like the type. To oh, be like, yeah. what do you mean? You know you're not beautiful. Once told her that her, or yeah, one of those. Mm-hmm. Never once said, "Oh, you look great today," or "Love your outfit." So she's nah. out here fishing for something. From yeah. This dude. Yep. Um. Okay. So at this point, so this is where the editing gets weird. We cut to commercial. It comes back. It's allegedly the next day, <laughs> but Tia's wearing the same the same outfit, <laughs> and Colton's the same T-shirt from yes. the day before the. The whole thing is a mess. Uh, the editing is all over the place. So anyways, um, we're back to Tia and Colton, the same fucking bikini from two days ago. <laughs> and Tia's down on the beach talking to Bibiana. She says, all, all my eggs are in his basket, and he doesn't even have a fucking basket. 
Exactly, Tia. What makes it even worse is when you're this self-aware that you continue to do the nonsense. And there's no change in behavior. There's no change in behavior. That's one of the worst things, when you are self-aware and that you make no changes. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so Bibiana, she goes and talks to Colton. And she's talking some bullshit about how, you know, what you guys have is beautiful. You and Tia, you know, I want that kind of love. What? <laughs> well, who, who is Bibiana this season? I don't I'm know. so confused. What is she doing? I think she just wants love however she can get it. You know, she'll you just take it. Tia and Colton, though? She'll just take it in whatever form she can get it, man. Oh, please. Don't <laughs> ever say you admire the bullshit that they've been going through. Don't even put that shit into the universe. Like, what? Very odd. Um, so yeah. Time for the nighttime. Again, who knows what night this is. <laughs> Same day, next day, three months from now. <laughs> ABC has no clue what's going on in editing at this point. Colton pulls Tia aside again. I'm so tired of these Colton pulling Tia. <laughs> Tia pulling Colton. All these fucking conversations that these two are having. And he pulls her aside and says, you know, the moment since we've been here, there's just been a lot of pressure on the both of us. And, you know, the thought of hurting you scares the shit out of me. And to be honest, I can't date. There's no one else here that I can date or that I would date. And she's like, okay, what does this mean? And he finally says all the things she's wanting him to say, where he says, you know, we need to give this a shot. Let's finally do this. But the foundation of that is that there's no one else here for me to date. Yes. Yep. <laughs> 100. That's exactly it. Oh, Slash, he can't date because, yeah. no, like, he can't date anybody else besides Tia. He tried. He, he talked for three seconds with Kendall <laughs> and another three seconds with somebody else. And the whole damn country of Mexico came for his ass. <laughs> and so he already knows he ain't got a shot with nobody else. So, hey, girl, let's try this out. Tia, you know, you're choosing me? Oh my god. This one, she got my Becky of the week. Did I get, who did I get Becky? Did I get somebody Becky of the week? No, you gave her Nikki, you ain't shit. You're good. Okay, so she got Becky of the week now. (laughs) Because she's all about this choosing. He's, Mm -hmm. I want him to choose me. Choose me. You're choosing me? Oh my god, I've been chosen. Choose, choose, chosen. Like, Colton has had it way too easy with her. Mm Mm-hmm. He can pick her up, drop her off whenever he chooses. Everything has been at his convenience. Mm-hmm. Don't let no nigga choose you. You do the choosing. <laughs> Come on, Tia. Particularly Tia, since we learned further in the episode how she's been put through the ringer right. with some bullshit-ass men. You would think that she would stand up on her high horse, on her pedestal for once, and be like, you know what? I'm making the choices out here. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting myself first, and I'm gonna be out here you know telling you guys who i'm choosing but she's so she's giving colton all the power yeah and yet none at the same time like he has no power because she has spread him as a bad name through all the girls so none of the girls want to date him mm-hmm. and then she pigeonholes him with these questions when he's just trying yeah. to tell her how he feels yeah she's <laughs> a lot of pigeonholing yeah. miss tia mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So the two of them have no choice but to choose each other, basically. Right. So, yeah, she's cheering. She's all happy. She finally got what she wanted. They kiss. 
and have a whole moment. So finally, T and Colton are like a thing after, you know, decades of putting us through this <laughs> shit. Time for the cocktail party, finally. Jordan shows up wearing just this ridiculous outfit. Some drapes. Red floral suits, pants, combo. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> and so we have a couple couples already, like mm-hmm. solid couples. Kendall and Joe, mm-hmm. Angela and Eric, Astrid and Kevin. So there's a few other people that are kind of like up in the air. Um, Jenna and Jordan kind of have their moments. At this point, I totally tuned out, so I don't even know what what went on between them. Not sure. Oh, who cares? Um, yeah, I'm just making it out. <laughs> who cares? Uh, but Jordan is clearly, clearly falling for this girl. Mm-hmm. I did catch him say that he's nervous about falling in love with her. Because you should be. She will eat you alive. Yep. <laughs> Just put that out there. Um, next, we see the love triangle again. Caroline, John, and Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Caroline, she says, you know, I feel like John is like a little bit out of my league. Uh, a little yeah. bit? <laughs> a little bit? Uh, yeah, girl the best guy you would have ever dated yep. put that out there mm-hmm. so yeah they're kissing and kikiing then John is shuffling over to Jubilee he's literally just walking around big pimping on this island mm-hmm. I'm so happy to see this <laughs> him and Kenny is out here he goes over to Jubilee this is where he takes off his shirt and we see the mm-hmm. side abs mm-hmm. Jubilee gives him a nice little shoulder massage and um, they have a cute little conversation. She said, you know, I've been very pleasantly surprised with a little programmer. <laughs> that was cute. That was really cute. And I love how he's like, you know, don't forget that. He's very humble. Like, he wants yeah. to be known as the programmer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to... He probably hates that everyone calls him Venmo John. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, yeah, because we're thinking, oh, Venmo is so successful. It's rich, this, that, and the third. And he's like, I'm just a programmer. Just let me keep it at that. Um, so I think he likes that Jubilee kind of just like sees him in that kind of humble way. So they're cute. Um, then we have, um, Bibiana who she's out here giving people advice. (laughs) Colton sitting here in her cute little bikinis. Yeah. Totally forgot what she was here for. She should be finding a man. Yep. (laughs) I mean, she's not hitting it off much with anybody, so I don't really blame her. But she's talking with David, and David's saying, you know, Kenny had an eye on you. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny, quote-unquote, said he's into the Miami thing and big booties, which... <laughs> yeah. Who is yeah. it? <laughs> oh, my God. How these people just, like, talk? How these people talk about women? It's just so I mean, it's just, like, I have a fetish. And you fit the fetish. Let's go. Yeah, but like, it's one thing when the guys are saying this to each other. Do that with each other. That's fine. David, don't come and say to me, oh, Kenny's really into you. He told me he's into the Miami thing and your big booty. And what's the Miami thing? What What does that mean? What does that mean? God. And so Bibiana, she's out here shucking for a rose. Mm -hmm. She goes and grabs Kenny. Lays her heart out there. Talking some bullshit. I don't even know. Yeah, it's who knows? Nice. She needs a rose. So who the hell knows or cares what the hell she's saying? She don't even know what's coming out of her mouth. And so she's saying some nonsense. They make out. She leaves the make out thinking that she's getting Kenny's rose. Mm-hmm. Then Kenny sits with Jacqueline. Big mm-hmm. pimpin' just out here. 
sits with Jacqueline. It's Jacqueline's birthday. Oh, right. She just turned 27. They're chit-chatting it up. She made some little reference about Edgar Allan Poe. They're all smart. Oh, yeah, they get like, a moment. <laughs> literary a poem. moment together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they make out, and Jacqueline thinks she's getting Kenny's rose. Mm-hmm. Then Kenny slides over to Annalise. <laughs> just out here, just <laughs> grabbing all the honeys. He sits with Annalise. Annalise has a whole date set up. Yeah. Annalise ain't here to play. This saved Nisha her. was not lying. Yep. She putting in shifts <laughs> trying to get this rose. She's on hour 18. She's on overtime. And she set up this whole wrestling date on the day bed. They're wearing their little costume, costumes and tossing each other and making out. Kenny is sweaty as hell again. I think somebody handed him a a paper towel, a, a, a washcloth, something. <laughs> a washcloth. He was, he was sweaty, and then the next scene, he was, like, nice and dabbed off. Okay, so I think good. somebody helped him out this time. Um, and so they're making out, and Annalise thinks she's getting his rose. Mm-hmm. So They had, like, a serious around. makeout, though. They were, like, rolling around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rolling around and, like, going into it. Um, now... Another love triangle that's happening that I don't give a shit about, but I have to talk about because they give so much airtime to this shit. David, Jenna, and oh. Jordan. David's sole existence on this show <laughs> is just to serve as Jordan's like yeah, <laughs> antagonist. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He's not a real character. He's not here looking for love. He's nope. solely here to be a foil for Jordan. Mm-hmm. So, David and Jenna are sitting on the daybeds. Um, it was her birthday a couple of days ago, so he pr- surprises her with a gift, which is this ginormous, giant, like, stuffed animal dog mm-hmm. thing. Um, she loves it. You know, she's all happy and whatnot. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Jordan <laughs> appears. Literally out of nowhere. No explanation. Doesn't say a word. Just grabs the dog and walks off to the ocean and just tosses it into the ocean. Most people would agree that this is very childish. Yeah. Crystal tells Jordan, I appreciate passion and a man being a man. <laughs> did you catch why, that? Why did she say it like this? She said it in oh a way that was God. very, like it gave her stamp of approval to him. And then in mm-hmm. her confessional, what she said actually made sense. What she said. Where she was like, I appreciate that he stood up for his mm. feelings and his woman and like how he felt about Jenna to the guy he hates. Like she was like, I appreciate mm. the sentiment behind it. It was the execution that was bad. Why did she tell him right. that? Right. <laughs> this is why Jordan is the way he is. Because yeah. he's out here acting in a fool and nobody tells him about himself. <laughs> or they praise him for the dumb shit that he does. Yeah, because it's funny. That's why he- yeah, because they find it funny, but it's like, no, this dude ain't learning. Right. He's out here just being ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. Right after that, I mean, Jordan obviously is not happy seeing David. Mm-hmm. Anywhere he looks, where David is, he's near Jenna. You're right. He's just trying to, you know, start mess. And so Jordan obviously isn't happy about that. He then proceeds to continue to throw a t- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r tantrum like of fucking child Mm -hmm. the 20 is he 25 but he acts like he's like 12 um he you know after throws the thing into the ocean he returns to the group and jubilee is like clapping her hands chelsea and david are kind of laughing the whole thing is funny Mm -hmm. like it's hello and Jordan just starts insulting everyone. He tells Jubilee, like, no one even knows your name. Then he goes off on this whole rant, pretty much directed at Jubilee and Chelsea, um, talking about, like, I've got a real connection. What do you guys have? Y'all are jealous. Shut the fuck up. This is where he um, gets my nigga You Ain't Shit Award. <laughs> sure does. Oh, sure my does. God. I cannot stand it when men attack women for whatever insecurities they have that they are going through. Yeah, that exactly. they're going through, particularly generated by another man. This was generated by David, and you're taking it out on two random women who were sitting in the yeah. corner laughing. Right. Oh my god, I can't stand that shit. Oof. And why does it, I think, why does he go after David? I think if he went after David, he'd kill him. Okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fed up with David at this yeah. point. He's like, I can't even. Let me just direct my anger at these two innocent women in the corner yeah, who are just who kikiing are doing like, innocently. Yeah. Right. So he, yeah, says all kind of nonsense to them, then storms off to the beach. Annalise and Eric come right behind him and tell him, you need to go apologize because that yeah. was some bullshit. Yeah. You can't be talking to no women like this. They didn't do nothing to you. They did not deserve to be told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you can't raise your voice at no anyone, particularly two girls who ain't do nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, relax. 
You're mad at David. Go direct that at that. Yeah. Right. Direct that angry at that. At him. Um, so, end of the, the cocktail party, they all gather back together with Chris Harrison and everything. Eric, off rip, announces, Jordan, you need to apologize. In front of everyone, the, I was so proud of I my first I loved it. I was very proud. Yes, very proud. And he said, particularly on a night where the women don't have the power, yeah. you can't be talking to them like this. Yeah. They're already feeling insecure and sad and whatnot. Out here trying to get roses and you telling people to shut the fuck up and yelling <laughs> at them in their face. So Eric is like, you need to apologize. Offer it. Um, Jordan basically apologized by saying, I apologize over and over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he never even really gave substance. He was just like, I apologize. I deeply apologize. Jubilee, I apologize. <laughs> Chelsea, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Um, so yeah, that was that. Time for the rose ceremony. Um, Jordan, or just remember the guys have the roses this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jordan, he's up first. Jenna is not very happy about how all this went down with the dog and all that. So she's standing up in the lineup looking kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. And people are wondering whether she's even going to accept his rose or what's going to happen. Um, Jordan calls Jenna, obviously, and gave her the rose. And she obviously accepted. Obviously, because like, she's that. looking for a new <laughs> husband and knows he's coming next week. So Exactly. Girl, get your rose. Yeah. <laughs> And Jordan, Jordan's really falling in love with this girl. I know, it's sad. It's sad. He really is. He said, I thought this was kind of cute, I ain't gonna lie, fuck Jordan, but this was kind of cute. He said, um, in his confessional, I can picture, I can picture my, I can picture me chasing her in the rain on a Sunday afternoon. You thought that was cute? I can't wait to get breakfast with her tomorrow. I thought that was He, so I thought it was cute in the way that, like, he is... He's like a little high school boy, yeah. like, falling in love. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> definitely like, written in his composition notebook. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, with Jenna and hearts all, all, around, the big, all around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of corny. I want to chase her in the rain and have breakfast. Like, he is in the beginning stages of, like, falling in love with this chick. Um, next, David gets calls. He gives his rose to Chelsea, Kevin to Astrid, Gospel Chris to Crystal, John, now John, Venmo John, it's between Jubilee and Caroline. Who's he going to give it to? And he gave it to Jubad, Jubad, Jubad. Not only, not huh? only did he give it to Jubilee, but he did not give it to Caroline. Woo! Yeah, most importantly, <laughs> Caroline did not get the rose. How about that? I hollered like it was the Super Bowl. <laughs> I literally leapt up from the chair. I was like, yes! Because <laughs> I, I was really about to feel some type of way about John. If he yeah, gave it to Caroline, that would have changed my whole perspective of this dude. Yeah, me too. I was very proud of him mm-hmm. and happy and felt very assured. Like, okay, he's the guy that I thought he was. Yes! <laughs> he's a good guy. Thank you. Um, so John gave it to Jubilee. Kenny, now Kenny, he had oh my God. Bibiana, um, Annalise. Annalise, and Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Three girls in this corner. Who's going to get the rose? He made out with all of them and told all of them he's giving them the rose. <laughs> and he gave it to Annalise. Surprised me. Annalise. But... Yeah, that did surprise me. I thought, I thought he was going to give it to Bibiana, actually. Yeah, I thought he was going to give it to Bibiana, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but Annalise got the rose, she, which means she gets to live another day in paradise, mm-hmm. full of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have to say goodbye to four girls, Jacqueline, mm-hmm. Bibiana, Peace Out Caroline, and Nisha. Sad. Sad, sad. Um, and Bibiana, if Wills was still here... She would probably still be here. Yep. My girl, you sent home Wills last week in favor of Colton. Now look who's going home this week. I know. She got left out to dry. Left out to dry. And so, yeah. So that was Monday night's episode. Um, Now, going into Tuesday, it's the next day after the rose ceremony. Mm -hmm. Crystal is here with her bullshit. Saging everybody. I thought it was a blunt at first. I was like, yes! But no. <laughs> Big old blunt. She out here, her sage, sage and everybody. This is the week that the women have the power. Um, which is great. Jenna, you know, Jenna, she accepted Jordan's rose, but she secretly is like very over him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said in the confessional that she is, she'd rather date anybody on the beach right now. Oof and just didn't appreciate his whole tantrum that he threw and hasn't really talked to him about it, but this is how she is feeling. Um, Kendall and Joe, they are, one would say, the strongest couple. Oh, yeah. On, on Paradise right now. Yeah. Joe is saying in his confessional that he's falling, he might be falling in love with her. Mm-hmm. He's all up in his feelings. They've been linked up since day one, the two of them. Aside from her, she had a little tiny thing with John, Venmo John for like a Oh, right. Remember? Yeah. They had a little cute little kiss, but other than that, she's been with Joe, grocery store Joe, this whole time. And then we have a new arrival to Paradise. Ugh. Who is Leo, long haired Leo, and all his sexual harassment glory he comes into Paradise. looked so ugly. <laughs> Yes, I'm not into him. He looked at really all. bad. Yeah, I'm not into this. Like, I feel like when we first met him in like in batch in Bachelorette, I think mm-hmm. we always said the same thing. Like, we understand the concept. It's the concept. We're supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the concept makes sense. He's big and burly and manly, and the hair is kind of lovely, and yeah. you know, all he's big and whatnot, and you know, can toss you around. But the face ain't there. Something's ain't there. off. And same with the outfits. Are that, horrible. Yeah, he had the bright pink like Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. Just didn't really. It doesn't look like him. It doesn't no. look like his style. Mm-mm. So it wasn't doing much for him. Um, but yeah, creepy ass Leo shows up paradise. <laughs> <laughs> all the ladies are you know all googly eye. Mm-hmm. You know he's confident. He looks like Fabio. He same thing. It's the concept because mm-hmm. he's big and large and like as a woman what you think of like a manly man right kind of thing um so all the girls are already kind of like into that look just naturally um kendall so this was kind of funny to me kendall's sitting off with joe and you know leo's here he's saying hi to everybody kendall gives him a wave from like around she's like mm-hmm. a couple feet away gives him a wave um from across the way and then says to joe like should we go say hi to him and Joe's like, I mean, I guess. Like, no. He's <laughs> not trying to do this. And then Joe goes in. He gives um, 
Leo, like, the lamest little hug dap. It was, like, so non-enthusiastic. It, so it made me believe, like, Joe already doesn't like Leo. Me like, too. Like, already don't get along. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like, there's something going on, I feel like, behind the scenes that we don't know about that mm-hmm. the two of them don't fuck with each other. I so. know. I wrote down in my notes that Joe got a pancake hanging out his mouth. When they had the voiceover of his confessional being like, I'm not intimidated by Leo. He literally was walking over to say hi to him with a pancake hanging out of his mouth. Like, mm, could have been eating this You're pancake. Like, yeah. But I gotta <laughs> shake hands with you. Right. That's how little fucks he gives. He's like mid-chew. He's yes. He's finishing his chew. He's talking to you with food in his mouth. What's <laughs> yeah. up? Pancake, like, debris flying everywhere. <laughs> That's how little he gives a shit about Leo. <laughs> Um, Jordan says it best. Leo, I don't get it. All I see is hair. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it too. So Joe, Chris, and Jordan, they're chilling in the pool. You know, they're obviously feeling intimidated with Leo coming. Yeah. But the three of them are sitting there just kind of like, oh, we don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> Leo, whatever. You know, like trying to mm-hmm. gas each other up and make themselves feel better talking shit about Leo when truly all three of them are scared to death <laughs> that he's gonna take their girls away um, meanwhile Leo's doing exactly that he's pulling the girls one yep. by one mm-hmm. every looks like every girl is gung-ho for a date with him pulls Jennifer she's all excited then he pulls Crystal she's all excited mm-hmm. then Chelsea Chelsea oh pulls God. Leo <laughs> Chelsea's out here. Chelsea, from the minute Leo walked up, she was just all into him. Wouldn't you? Like, if you were hanging out with a little puny-ass old children's place-ass Disney Channel-ass <laughs> David for three weeks, <laughs> wouldn't you be dying if Leo walked in? I would be all over that's it, That's true. Um, so, yeah, so then Chelsea pulls Leo, and she's just a bumbling fool around him. You're so good-looking, da-da-da. That's one of my biggest pet peeves when girls tell guys they're hot. Yeah. Don't tell them shit. Mm-mm. They don't deserve it. Don't, especially a good-looking guy. Not to say that Leo's good-looking because not yeah, into it. No. But don't tell a hot guy he's hot. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need any more extra gas in his head. Keep the power at your side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't give him any more power. Nope. Don't. He don't need to know that you think he's gorgeous and are like dying right now. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Yeah. Have a conversation. Take yeah. out the you're hot stuff. Chelsea was doing that too much, and I already was like, "You look too, you look too thirsty right now. Stop." Um, and then Leo pulls Kendall, and the two of them are having, you know, easy breezy conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at this point, Leo's talked to damn near everybody on the island. <laughs> so finally, he has to make his decision, and Leo asks Kendall on the date, mm. and she. With no hesitation, None. accepts. Not nan hesitation. <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, very confusing. Yeah. Because her and Joe were like a, a seemingly a solid thing. Solid thing. Everybody. Not. Maybe it's one of those things, too. Like, you know how everybody knew Tia was in love with Colton? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like grocery mm-hmm. store Joe was walking around saying he's in love with Kendall and not telling Kendall. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a very good point. So, and he said that when he, yeah. he was sitting at the bar with Wells, saying all the stuff about Kendall, and he said, "Have you said this to her?" And he was like, "No, of course <laughs> not." Like, oh my god, no one speaks their mind. Um, and so before Kendall goes off on her date, she you know does the right thing and has a little conversation with Joe. Mm-hmm. And her explanation of why she agreed is saying, you know, it's so early on in this. I would be, it would be detrimental to myself if I don't go on this date. Joe is very confused because he's, he's all in for Kendall. He can't even fathom going out with anybody else. So to hear this from her, her talk about it's too early and like, I should owe, I owe this to myself. He's like, wait, what? (laughs) What is going on? Yeah. Um, so he speaks his truth. He says, I hope you have a terrible time. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. And, and, which is, you're not going to wish her well. So he wants her to come back to him. Yeah. And so he goes in for a kiss on the lips, and she turns to the cheek, and they have this whole awkward moment. Ugh, it was terrible. Right? How did they, like... Uh, never mind. Yeah. This... So... What is Kendall doing? Yeah, you know what? I mean, I'm sure we'll circle back to this later because she points to it later. But she's looking mm-hmm. for something more than Joe. Yeah. And so yeah. she just jumped on the first thing she saw. Yeah, she... I think, I feel like, I don't think they showed her saying this, but I feel like she came in and one of her choices was Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually everybody comes in with who they had yeah. on their mind or whatever. And Leo yeah. said that Kendall was his first choice. I feel like Leo might have been hers. I don't mm. remember if she said it or they showed her saying it. Um, so that's one thing. Second thing, I was starting to worry or think if her and Leo had talked beforehand. <gasps> or if they had a little thing beforehand. I don't know. They seemed, to me, it seemed familiar. Yeah. The two of them. Yeah. They're trying, oh, it's nice to meet you, da 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 but it felt too familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And she seemed too gung-ho to run off on this date, almost as if her, similar to how Tia and Colton had a pass, Yeah. her and Leo, I don't know if they have a pass, or they maybe DM'd once or twice, I'm not sure. But this does happen. Sometimes people come to Paradise, they've already previously talked with people, so. And don't they both live in the same neighborhood in LA or something? They're both from, they were talking about Hollywood, Hollywood. they're from LA yeah. or whatever, so... Wouldn't surprise me. It was a little odd um, for me, and Grocery Store Joe is everything, Mm -hmm. so I was very disappointed in Kendall. Um, So anyways, Kendall and Leo go off on their date. They arrive at this beautiful villa, and they're greeted by Jorge, who was the old Bachelor in Paradise uh, bartender. Oh. So from seasons many ago, before Wells was. Okay. It was Jorge. Um, and so Jorge tells them that he wrote a romance novel. This allegedly. whole shit. I can't believe stupid. that my life, I can't get it back <laughs> watching this. I cannot believe this. Yeah. So uh, Jorge allegedly supposedly wrote a romance novel called Tears of Paradise. And so for their dates, they're going to shoot the cover of the book. And then Jorge proceeds to give the synopsis of his book. And that's when the ABC producers felt it was oh so necessary to um, shoot like a reenactment Mm -hmm. and bring back Ari and Lauren B., 
and Ben Higgins and Amanda Staten, I think is her name, oh. um, to shoot this reenactment. I could have lived life without ever seeing Ari and Lauren B again. Ever so. again. Ever again. I blocked them from my Instagram. It's feed. Yep. I like. It's, yep. I'm done. I'm done. I've been done, doing done. quite well not seeing them. Yep. And now I had to look at them for like five minutes. Um, while they reenacted this, the synopsis of the of the love romance or whatever. I can't believe this budget that went towards this. Like they got production, they got costumes, mm. they had to write this mm. little stupid ass story. Like time <laughs> was time and money, both were mm-hmm. spent on this. Yep, flying in. All yeah. Flying. And yeah, gave us Ari and Lauren B, which nobody asked for. No. This is not, it's like, these aren't fan favorites. Nope. Like, and the way, the way they promote it, they're like, we have, you know, some of your Bachelor favorites mm-hmm. are coming back to the episode. And then, because we saw the teaser ahead of time that Ari and them are coming back. And it's like, these aren't favorites. No. I thought we, like, isn't it a known thing that we all hate them? <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Bring back Rachel and Brian. Like, come on. Rachel and Brian, at least. Uh, anybody. Evan and Carly, Jade and Tanner, all the other yeah, right. people that right. we all love. Nobody asked for Ari and Lauren B. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they have that whole thing. I don't need to go into that. Um, so then they're doing the photo shoot. They're, you know, doing these little poses in the water. Mm-hmm. Leo was taking it very seriously. Bands. Leo was taking it very seriously. He's in the business. Don't forget. Yeah. He's a stunt man. Right. He's out here trying to find an agent and get mm-hmm. some followers. Mm-hmm. So he's taking every photo shoot very seriously. <laughs> um, and so they're doing their photo shoot and like maybe five minutes in, the two of them are making out. Mm-hmm. Grocery store Joe is not even even on her mind anymore. He's no. gone. He's gone. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Never existed. Who's that? Um, so they finally sit and have a little chat. Leo admits that he came here for Kendall. She was oh. know, the top girl on his list. Mm-hmm. And then Kendall, this was this, con- this, again, this was a conversation that made me feel like they were too familiar. Yeah, Something they had this conversation too- already. Yeah. Like, y'all, yeah, y'all had this conversation yeah. before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't, don't try to front like y'all just now <laughs> So Kendall, she said, you know, I feel like I know you. As soon as you came in, I just knew I wanted to go on a date with you. You're so confident. You know, blah, blah, blah. Just singing his praises. Literally as if grocery store Joe <laughs> is just like not even a thing. Or like, not even what? perfection. Or perfection, yes. Or that. <laughs> like, you don't want them. We'll take them. Yeah. All of America will take them. <laughs> like, we've all been watching here thinking, oh my god, Kendall's the luckiest girl. She's with the best guy in paradise. Mm-hmm. He's so sweet and so nice. And now she's out here with the fucking t- Twitter oh uh, predator. <laughs> the Instagram DM predator. Talk about how he's so confident. He's great. And I feel like I know you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cringe. And so, yeah, they're having a moment. They're kissing. They're making out. For whatever reason, the editors are blurring out Kendall's butt. Her fully covered behind. Full coverage bikini. Full coverage bikini. She's not wearing the, what do you call it, the Brazilian or the... Yeah, like a cheeky or a Brazilian or anything. No, she's wearing full coverage. (laughs) (laughs) Like a full bikini bottom. Almost a brief. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> almost a brief, almost a boy short. <laughs> like her whole ass and a little bit of her thigh is covered and y'all are oh blurring it out. And like, they didn't what? even blur it out. They put that black box over it. Was this where no, they put the, they oh, they blurred it? it? At least they yeah. blurred it. With with Crystal, they put that black box over her butt. I'm like, you all couldn't even do the work to pixelate. Was out. But they couldn't do the work Crystal, to pixelate it. I guess. But Crystal, her whole ass was out. So <laughs> I understand that. But Kendall, they put the little blur, which is how I was able to see that her whole behind was covered. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So odd. Um, so yeah, so they're, you know, making out, having a good time. Joe, back on the beach, is, he's a bit nervous. Mm-hmm. He's drinking a lot. <laughs> he's throwing back them tequilas. <laughs> and, but at the same time, he's saying, you know, I feel confident. He's mm-hmm. nervous, but he's saying, I feel confident. Kendall and I have a good thing going, so, you know, I think she's going to return to me. Kendall and Leo return. And um, before they head down the stairs, they have their last little makeout. And then Kendall, you know, goes down by herself. And she goes straight for Joe and sits and has a chat with him. And, you know, tells him all about the date, the whole romance, novel, photo shoot, whatever. And she says, you know, Leo, he's a great guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually think he's a lot like me. And Joe says, yeah, well, you know, we're polar opposites. Opposites attract. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, he's searching here. Poor yeah. Guy. And then he asks her, did you, did you guys kiss? And she said, yeah, we kissed. And he said, damn, you out here kissing everybody. <laughs> and I was like, what is, what is he talking about? And then I remembered she kissed John. John. She kissed Venmo John mm-hmm. um, in the beginning. And so Joe was just beside himself. Um, and so Kendall, you know, she says, you know, don't you feel like you're closing yourself off Mm -hmm. from meeting other people? And he just says, no, I'm only here for you. So no. (laughs) And Kendall, you know, I, I just feel curiosity about Leo and, you know, I don't know. They do that whole thing. Like, don't you want to date other people? Isn't there anybody else on the island you want to talk to? Like... (laughs) in so few words saying I'm no longer into you yeah please find somebody else um and poor Joe is just heartbroken mm-hmm. I really fell for him he's he's such a nice he just seems like a very nice simple guy I know very simple doesn't need a lot he checked out all the girls none of them are for him Kendall's the one that he likes and he's very content just chilling with Kendall and getting to know Kendall but he didn't really he like fight for her though he didn't fight. That's why he's single. Yeah. Because he's this <laughs> yes. right here. Yep. He just kind of says, okay, and then walks off. Like, yeah. He's so simple in that way, um, which is why he doesn't get what he wants. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. He didn't fight. And in this moment, seeing how Leo was so manly, manly yep. and aggressive mm-hmm. and confident and goes after what he wants, you got to fight fire with fire. Exactly. Yep. The good guy, Joe, grocery store Joe, is all cute and lovable and la-di-da. Like, that, you got to put that to the side for a second. Mm-hmm. If you really want your girl, you're going to have to buck up and yep. go and get her. Go get her, yeah. Which she didn't do. He just walked away heartbroken mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> like, shuffling around, drinking tequila now. <laughs> so, Kendall, she has a little heart-to-heart with Astrid where she says about Leo, you know, he's just so manly. He's a manly man. 
Um, another distinct difference is he's a talker. He's more of a talker. Mm. Joe's a man of few words. I can, as much as I love Joe, I, I understand where yeah. Kendall is coming from yep. mm-hmm. at this moment. Um, because she wants to talk. She wants to go and, you know, have deep intellectual conversations or share. Mm-hmm. And Joe's not saying much. <laughs> right. Especially because she talks about weird and, shit. And, so... Right, like right. I, I feel like she wants more of a response from people, like a, almost more of a validation because she knows she's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she brings up the taxidermy and the ghosts, and I guess she wants to have more, you know, ask her questions about her. Whatnot. Yeah, Joe's just kind of like laughing, like, "Oh my god, you're so weird. I love you." Like, <laughs> and that's that's not enough, Joe. As much as we love you, you gotta say a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, you know, Leo's a. A talker, and then she says, "You know, I feel safe around him." Mm. She pushed <laughs> it. Like, she pushed it. <laughs> you feel safe until you get that dick pic, right? DMs. Until you get a big old <laughs> picture of his uglies in your DM. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! And so now she's in the confessional, just crying. She doesn't know what to do, and you know. Do I choose Leo? Do I stick with Joe? She's so torn. Blah, 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 blah. Choose Joe. It's not yeah, that hard. This isn't a problem. Choose. It's not a problem. Choose sweet, lovable Joe. Mm-hmm. Tell him what you're looking for from him. He'll do it. You know what I mean? Be honest. Tell him. Like, look, you need to talk a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand you're a man of few words, but I need someone who I want to talk about weird shit. <laughs> I want to get deep. I want to do this, that, and the third. Tell him, let him fail, and then say, you know what, I'm done. Right. Let me go find somebody right. else. But I feel like she's been running around the beach with him, and they've been cute and cuddly, and mm-hmm. this man's falling in love with you. And yeah. then at the last minute, you're talking about he's not much of a talker, and he's not this, and he's yeah, not that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As if he's supposed it's to be like, perfect. Yeah, he's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But at least put out there what it is you want. Yeah. I think that's the issue with these people that just drives me nuts on this show is that like everyone is here looking for love they're so desperate for love you know it hasn't worked in their real life so they're here for this journey but no one seems to know what it is they're looking for <laughs> yeah their standards really are really low they're like i want somebody yeah. nice to me who remembers my name and my birthday and you know i just really want somebody who chooses me at the end of the day and i'm like girl that's the bare minimum bare minimum (laughs) i want someone kind that is a given yeah you just should want someone mean yeah he should be kind you don't get a trisket because you nice fuck out of here (laughs) he i want someone to choose me he should choose you like you you should be the one out here choosing this is bare minimum stuff yeah so no one knows what they want. No one's telling the person that they're in a you know bachelor relationship with what they want, and so it's just everyone's just on a completely different pages. Mm-hmm. So yeah, next Leo didn't take him no time to show his true colors. Nope. So Leo he says in his confessional he likes Kendall, but big old but. He's obviously open to, you know, many other girls here, which, fair enough, you just arrived in paradise, you're allowed to, you're allowed to do this, this is not, like, Kendall, sure, you know, she's had a thing going with Joe, but technically, yes, she can talk with other people, Mm -hmm. Um, but still, you do it in a respectful way, Leo comes back fresh from a date with Kendall, 
in no time he's whisking Chelsea, who's been over here drooling oh, in yeah. the corner over him. <laughs> whisk Chelsea off to like a hot tub or whatever that shit is and they're just like sitting there and then they're making out Mm -hmm. and she even asked him she's like you just left a date (laughs) and he was like so (laughs) who cares ma it's all good ma (laughs) right I don't like her no way I don't go with her yeah we're not in a relationship da 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 And so, yeah, within a few, no time, he's making out with Chelsea. And Jordan, I believe Jordan and Joe saw this, right? Probably, I think yeah. They, they saw it from a distance. And so Joe, I think he said something in the confessional how he's, like, pissed because he's very serious about Kendall. Mm-hmm. And now he's about to lose his girl to this dude who's very clearly not serious right. about Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, that's what's most frustrating over everything. Like, she's choosing this new fresh thing that walked in over someone who's, like, been riding or dying for her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, next day, Kendall still smitten with Leo. Um, they're off having a little conversation. He's, you know, he's talking all this shit that sounds good. Does it even sound good? He was saying shit air, that, yeah. Air quotes. Major <laughs> air quotes. Because I was like, what the fuck are you fuck? talking about? This has a beginning, a middle, and an end? Mm -hmm. No shit, we on a show. I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. He says how he's an alpha. He gets jealous. You know, I think, you know, there's more to my story with you. Mm -hmm. You know, if I see you making out with Joe, obviously that'd make me jealous. Why? I want to kiss you right now. Saying all these things that... I feel like girls, like, okay, these guys aren't dumb. He Mm -hmm. sees the way Mm -hmm. that Kendall is, like, literally hard-eye emojis with him (laughs) since he's gone here. Chelsea's literally drooling, Mm -hmm. frothing from the mouth since she saw him. They see these things. They see the edge that they have on these women already. And so he's saying all these kind of, like, big thing. I'm not alpha. If if I see with another guy, like, that's going to make me jealous. You know, there's more to our story. I want to kiss you. All these things that just, they're words. They mean nothing. Yeah, no. They mean nothing. But in these places, all you have are words. So these girls just eat it all up, I guess. Suddenly, a date card arrives. Not with the person, just just the card. Mm Mm-hmm. Joe is praying it's for him because he wants to whisk Kendall away and try to win her back. So was I. Would have loved this. Would have loved to see this. And I thought it actually was going to go to him. Me too. But no. Of course not. It went to Colton. Why? (laughs) Just, Just as we thought we were done with Colton and Tia... They throw it back at us. Why didn't they just get their own special? They should have just had a mini-series. Yes. Put on a nice little ABC.com web series. Yes! A web series. Nice little web series. Yes, that would have worked. All the Tia Colton stands to go and watch it. Yeah. We didn't need this on our television screens. No more. So Colton gets the date card, and they go off on a date together. They go into town. They're shopping around at the markets. They stop in a little town the little square and they're dancing and then there's Jorge's there and he's you know they're playing a game of musical chairs and then suddenly Raven and Adam show up 
Raven, remember, is Tia's BFF. One of Tia's best friends mm-hmm. from Arkansas, but she was also previously on Nick's season of The Bachelor, and then she came on to Bachelor in Paradise last season, and that's where she met Adam. Mm-hmm. And so her, they're a six, quote unquote, you know, Paradise yeah, success, success story. Yes. Um, I've never fully understood the appeal of Raven. Or Adam, um, so here we are. Or Adam, really. <laughs> Adam actually, last Paradise, because we didn't get to know Adam at all on Rachel's season of The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. um, but we got to see a little bit more of him on Paradise, and he was like a you know decent dude, I guess. Um, Raven never really understood her appeal. Um, did come to kind of like her, though, in this little this Oh, little yeah, season. definitely. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Raven... She's a friend. This is like yep. Tia. This is her for real friend. This mm-hmm. ain't no fake shit. This is her friend friend. Yeah. <laughs> so Tia and Raven have a conversation, and Raven off rip is like, "I'm surprised you chose to bring Colton here." And she's like, "Well, actually, he chose me." She's already like <laughs> all excited. Can't wait to share her friend. And Raven, you can already tell her energy off rip. She just doesn't like Colton. Yeah, she's Whatever like, she's no. been hearing about Colton. Mm-hmm. She's just not happy seeing Tia with Colton, like, at all. So Tia says to her, um, you know, we're now a couple ever since he finally decided to get his shit together. And, you know, we've been together ever since. I'm like, girl, this was a full 24 hours ago. Yeah, she's that's it. Like, <laughs> It was not that long ago. He just made a decision on your ass about yeah. five seconds ago. Mm-hmm. So stop. Now, Raven, Raven, she's coming in heavy. Just yeah. Not sugarcoating nothing. That's how you know this is a friend. This mm-hmm. is a for real friend. She said, his intentions are not good. Mm-hmm. He always goes for the it girl, Tia. Yeah. And then she recaps. She's like, you were the it girl on Ari's season. And then he went on Becca's season of The Bachelorette. And then she didn't say this, but if you remember before all of this, he dated Allie, Allie. Raceman. Yep. It girl from the Olympics. The she was a team. big star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, well, she was the second in command to Simone Biles. Obviously. Just gets that straight, but... uh, yeah. And Gabby. She was, so she was actually third. And Gabby but... Douglas. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, anyways. <laughs> He dated Allie Raceman, who was, yes, she was like an it girl of the last yeah. Olympics. Mm-hmm. And so this is like a trend. He goes for the like next shiny thing. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit, Raven, I didn't even see I like know, that. Raven connecting the dots. <laughs> Raven connecting these dots with her friends. She's trying to save this girl. <laughs> and so Tia's, she's hearing everything, but she's like, you know what? I feel like I'm really good at reading people, though. I've, I've been really good at reading him. No, you are not, girl. Yeah, I was like, girl, how could you even say that out loud and not laugh at yourself? (laughs) 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 Now, you know this is a bold-faced lie to you. You know you're lying. Stop. I'm good at reading people. You then she proceeds to talk about all the fuck niggas she's been dating for the past <laughs> ten years in Arkansas. You are clearly not a good judge of character. What are you saying? So she says that bullshit and Raven, Raven's getting emotional at this point because she mm-hmm. sees her friend like going off, uh, spiraling, yeah, spiraling, and she's like, "Girl, I need to save you." And she says flat out, "She's like, I'm really concerned for you. If there is any doubt in your mind about this guy, listen to your gut. Yeah, listen to that woman. Your God given woman intuition. Bring in Jesus. She had to bring in Jesus to yes. paradise. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <really> <laughs> yes." <laughs> 
brought it on back. Listen to your God-given woman intuition if Ooh. anything is coming up about this guy. And Ra- Raven, she can smell. She can smell the desperation of Tia. This is what this is. Yeah. She's she sees her friend so desperate for love. Mm-hmm. They clearly have a history together back in Arkansas, dealing with some straight fuck niggas mm-hmm. and crying on each other's shoulder, picking each other up. <laughs> so she she knows, and yeah. she's happy in love right now. So she wants that for her friend. Right. But she can she really she literally can smell the def- best desperation just reeking off of Tia. And she's like, I need to get this dumb ass into shape. <laughs> like, what is going on? Um, and so, yeah. So, Raven um, and Adam eventually leave. You know, Raven drops her nugget. She's trying to save her friend. Trying mm-hmm. to do what she can. Um, but uh, Tia and Colton eventually sit and have a chat. And, you know, Tia breaks down, basically says, you know, Raven and I have both dated some terrible ass men Mm -hmm. who just have not treated us very well. And I'm not trying to go through this heartbreak again. So what the fuck is going on? Um, Colton asks her, you know, what are you looking for from the rest of paradise? And she's like, I just want to know that I'm the first and the best option. She's like, I, you know, don't hurt. I like how she said this. Don't hurt my feelings. She's like, I'd rather you hurt my feelings with the truth than comfort me with bullshit. Ooh, that's good. That was a good little line there. Yeah. It's true. She's like, I don't, I'm tired of the words. I've been dealing with years yeah. of yeah. just men saying nonsense and going back on their word and treating me like shit. So you need to be honest with me. Like, give me your truth. Don't sugarcoat shit for me. Yeah. Um, and Colton, you know, comes back at her and says, you know, I don't want any other girls here. And then says, you're my girlfriend. Which was, like, weird. He, like, didn't really ask her. And then she's like, can you ask me? And then he asked. And See, again, pigeonholing. Like, aren't you going to ask me? Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. Oh God. Anyways, they're official now. This is not what Raven told her to do. Nope. This is the exact opposite what her friend told her to do. <laughs> the exact opposite. But as a friend, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Only drop your nuggets. Your friends are going to do what they're going to do mm-hmm. anyways. So, yeah. So, Colton and Tia are finally official. Mm-hmm. And um, I personally find this very weird because I, as I said, one of the weirdest things for me with Tia is how gung-ho she is for a man who was literally not that long ago in love with Becca. Her friend. Who, right. Her friend who also maybe two days ago was bawling yeah. over Becca. Mm-hmm. And now he, you're his girlfriend and now you're the one. And I know. And you're getting engaged. Odd. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is weird. It's like hard to feel. I mean, I, yes, you're in love. You got what you wanted. Yada, yada. I'm happy for you. But like, yeah. it's also very weird feeling happy for someone who I personally believe has no business being in paradise. Better yet telling no girl that he wants her to be his girlfriend oh yeah no none very strange um anyways back on the beach jordan and jenna jenna's over jordan she really didn't like that outburst Mm -hmm. the tantrum that he threw the other night um and suddenly we have a new arrival like clockwork somebody new shows up and it's Benoit. Oh, an old fave. Old fave from Bachelor Winter Games. Mm-hmm. Um, 
quick reminder about Benoit. So Benoit, we loved, loved, loved Benoit from <laughs> Winter Games. He is from Montreal, Quebec, whatever. So he has like this cool little French Canadian accent. Mm-hmm. Love a good accent. He had a thing going with Claire, and he proposed to Claire on the reunion. On the reunion for Winter Games, which I mean, I would literally was crying when yeah. that happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Because I loved Benoit and Claire. Um, it was very odd because they had been together for like mm, a month and a half. Maybe, yep. <laughs> and now they're having this whole public engagement. Of course, they had a public breakup. Breakup. You already mm-hmm. know that shit wasn't going to last. Um, and so now he's on Paradise. Yep. And all the girls, you know, turning heads, all the girls are loving the accent. He's very good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, no one really knew who he was, though, when he showed up. <laughs> there was all the confusion <laughs> on who this guy is. Um, but everyone's, like, pretty much into it. And so Benoit, he f- pulls Kevin aside first to get the lowdown. Kevin's first suggestion is for him to go after Crystal. Why is Kevin which... always pimping out Crystal? Thank you! <laughs> Kevin stays trying to hook Crystal up for whatever reason. Whoever, yeah. What is that? It's so strange. So he tells Benoit, go for Crystal because, you know, your energies would match or whatever. Yeah, some, and these reasons are like, oh, (laughs) she's tall and so are you. What? Right, go after her. You guys got good energy. (laughs) What does this mean? Translate this. And so Benoit pulls Crystal, you know, first to chat, um, and they uh, they seem like they have a nice conversation, but there's no like sparks really none. going off there. Yeah, yeah, none at all. Um, he also, when he first sat down with her, he called her Kendall. Kendall, so ready, <laughs> ready off to a bad start. Um, and then Benoit pulls Jenna. Um, and you know, they're chatting it up. He says he's looking for someone loyal and generous and outgoing. Jenna says, Oh my god, me too. <laughs> People love saying me too. Nobody mm-hmm. has an answer for themselves. What are you looking for? Right. As I said, you need to come in with a mission statement <laughs> of what you are looking for in a man or a woman on this show. Yeah. Come in with that and then you can really have some fruitful relationships or yep. some fruitful conversations with people. Everybody here looking for somebody kind and loyal and nice. <laughs> and <laughs> like, funny and generous. And funny and generous. Like. He's like generic ass thing. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, yeah, Jenna's all over it. She's all excited. Love Jenna, but Jenna don't know what the hell she's looking for. Between Jordan, David, yeah. and Benoit, all three of them are so different. <laughs> I know, I know. And she just has, like, good vibes with everybody. She just is yeah. fun and lovable and bubbly with everybody. With everyone. She can get along with everyone. But, mm-hmm. like, in actuality, like, what are you, Jenna? What are you looking for? Looking what do you for. need? Yeah. Um, and I liked how she said, I think it was Benoit, she said how um, she's finally at a stage where she, like, fully loves herself. Yeah. Was it Benoit? She's, like, finally, like, very assured in herself and mm-hmm. fully loves herself um, so I guess she's looking for someone to match that or whatever. Um, so surprise, surprise, Benoit obviously gives Jenna the date card. Jordan is shitting himself. <laughs> He's trying to talk a whole confident bullshit mess. How you know this can trump what him and Jordan Jenna have. is also very quick to body shame. 
Oh, what did he do this time? He was talking about his quads and his oh calves <laughs> and stuff. He's quick to go for like, oh, like, you're not as built as me. You don't have as much hair as me. You Like, he's real quick to get you're on right. the physical appearance. You're right. He does mention hair a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Which is odd because he ain't that well in shape his damn no. self. So... <laughs> For a quote-unquote Wilhelmina model, he needs to go hit the bench for us, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyways. Um, Jenna and Benoit head off on their date. Uh, Jenna had a cute... She had a cute little black jumpsuit She had a nice outfit on, yeah. Cute outfit, she had a little top knot, she put on a red lip. She was not playing around. Mm -hmm. Trying to get a man. Um, And she heads off to dinner. She She doesn't do the nice, you know courteous thing where you're supposed to talk to the guy oh no you know with jordan beforehand and kind of clear the air she just went off on her date bye Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) see you never (laughs) um at dinner they're chatting about how their vibes and their energy matches and you know all that good stuff um and benoit asks her you know what's going on with jordan where do you stand with him and she says she likes jordan but you know i don't know you know i'm I'm worried because he thinks that I'm his Mm -hmm. and you know I'm still kind of unsure about him Um, and then she said something about how she likes to get deep you know she wants to get deep with someone Mm -hmm. almost implying as if Jordan is shallow yeah (laughs) it's very shallow they they have good connection but it's very surface level they ain't getting deep Um, and you know Benoit says same thing he wants to get deep with you know someone as well and can't do the surface level Mm -hmm. blah blah um, so they, you know, quickly have a hot, steamy makeout mm-hmm. right there at the table. Her red lipstick is all over all her face. All over him. <laughs> his whole face looks red. Um, and then pretty much the rest of the day, they're just walking through the streets, you know, looking cute, making mm-hmm. out, all that jazz. Um, one thing that is weird to me about Benoit, but Jenna's like totally into is the fact that he was very recently engaged. Yeah. She she talked about it like a strength. Like, yeah. he's just engaged. Like, he, that, that proves that he's ready for love. <laughs> he's ready for commitment. And I'm like, um, he was just engaged. Yeah, doesn't that like, prove the opposite? The, yeah, this is not a strength to me. I have so many questions on this. Yeah. You proposed to someone after a month on national television. Why did it go wrong? Why did you do what that? What were you thinking? Yeah, why did you do that, first of all? <laughs> What were you thinking? Are you here seriously? Yeah. Are you just a hopeless romantic? Right. Don't really know what they want. You just want to get married to anybody. Do like, you just want an ABC wedding? Do you want American citizenship? What exactly are you trying to get out of this? What are you trying to do? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Just so many questions. Um, so then Jenna and Benoit return to the beach. Mm-hmm. It's obviously like very late because everybody's asleep yeah except for jordan oh who God. is cripply waiting by the pool such a fucking creep <laughs> waiting for jenna to come home um and jenna and jordan go and have a little walk on the beach jordan says in his confessional that his date with jenna changed his life oh my god he is in love <laughs> he's really in love with this chick mm-hmm. Down on the beach, she carved this big, giant, I'm sorry, into the sand. 
and gives her this whole speech about you know how he acted and how much he likes her and how much it's scaring him. Um, Jenna, she's kind of just receiving all of this. Yeah, kinda... I don't think she was listening. <laughs> yeah, she was very stone-faced yeah. um, as he was telling her all of this and said to him how like her and Benoit have a really good connection and you know I don't know what's going to happen, da da da. <laughs> um, and Jordan, I tuned out again. He, uh, assuming like he just laid his heart out to her. Yeah, basically. I don't. I mean, he's done. They're done. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. it's over. So it's over. Um, so yeah, lays his heart out. He goes to bed. Jenna walks away, confused, and pondering the question. You know, Jordan versus Benoit. Who can I trust to protect my heart? Mm-hmm. As she cries in the confessional. And that was the episode. That's it. We did see a preview for next week. Mm-hmm. The Jordan Benoit Jenna mess continues. Um, we see Kevin and Leo get into it. Yeah. So Kendall, I think Kendall and Joe are about to be done. Yeah, me too. She's out here talking about Leo has my heart. That's what she says. Well, or not. Because Leo does say, have fun with grocery store bitch. So maybe she picks Joe. And that's what he says in response. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the preview, um, we see grocery store Joe and Leo getting into it. There's going to be a physical altercation. wait! Of some kind. Cannot wait. Um, Joe needs to drop kick that ass. Yep. For calling him a bitch. Whoop a grocery store ass. bitch at yeah. that. Um, and we also see a new face in the preview, uh, Camille, I think his name, Camille. Oh, no. The <laughs> social media participant <laughs> slash model who, he, he just looks boring. Like, yeah. I don't really care what's about to come out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, and then we also see Angela and Eric, so maybe we see Exciting. them on a date. Yes. There's something happening there. Yeah. Um, and that was it. We got a quick glimpse of Venmo John mm-hmm. during oh, the yeah. motherfucking credits. <laughs> we didn't see him not nearly anywhere in the damn episode. Nope. But at the credits, we get a quick glimpse of him. And they keep doing this shit. They mm-hmm. showed, there was another couple episodes where he just showed up in the credits. We mm-hmm. don't see him at all. But it was a cute little moment. He was, was sitting there so with Chelsea funny. telling these little cheesy um, dad jokes. Um... But yeah, that was it. Didn't yep. get to see him the rest of the episode. And that was the episode, guys. That's it. That is it. This was a long, painful one to mm-hmm. get through, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Just way too many people that I just didn't care about. I was so excited to see more of Joe and, uh, not Joe, of John and John Jubilee. John and Jubes, yeah. And we got none of that. Zero. <laughs> uh, Kenny was out here big pimping on yep. Monday's episode. Didn't see none of him this nope. episode. Eric, I keep forgetting he's even there. I him know. And Angela allegedly a thing. We're <laughs> not seeing any of that. <laughs> and so it was a it was a trying week, mm-hmm. but hopefully next week redeems himself redeems itself and we see a little bit more. Hopefully. Um, and that's it. We'll be back next week. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. I didn't even say that this episode. I rate, know. review, subscribe. If you like what you hear, leave us a review. Hit the five-star rating on whatever platform you listen to. Mm -hmm. Help us out. Spread the love. Yes. Um, 
Also, hit us up on Twitter. Our handle's the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. And email us. Email us if you uh, want to share your takes, if you want to just share the love, if you are part of Lesbian Metchler Nation. Um, yes. <laughs> we would love to hear from you. Our email mm-hmm. is the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week. That's it, guys. See you next week. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.